Oftentimes, before they put their hands on you, there are so many forms of disrespect and experiences that you've already tolerated or experienced with this person, which enables their abusive behavior to continue to escalate. Your silence gives them a consent. Your, your silence silently condones the behavior because you're tolerating and accepting the behavior, which gives them the idea that it's okay to continue to abuse you. And that's why the abuse continues to escalate because with each abusive experience that you tolerate, it's almost like that person is losing respect for you because you don't have any respect for yourself. And so since you don't respect yourself, they continue to disrespect you and the disrespect continues to escalate. It's almost like a child who continues to test his mother to see how far he can go and the child will continue to go further as long as the mom, as long as the parent or caregiver allows it. And that's why it's important to discipline our children. Likewise, we teach people how to treat us by what we accept and tolerate and what we don't accept and tolerate. That's why boundaries and standards are a reflection of our self-worth and value. My standards say this is who I am and my boundaries say this is who I'm not. I, Because I'm not this way, I don't allow this. I don't allow people to speak to me this way. I don't allow people to access me in that way or touch me in that way. Or I don't, I don't entertain myself with, with certain things because that's a boundary for me. That is not in alignment with who I am. That's what a boundary is saying. That's not in alignment with my values or my beliefs it's like your silence encourages their sadistic nature to want to continue to abuse you and escalate the abuse and your silence is tolerating it your silence is accepting it your choice to stay and not to choose yourself no matter what the circumstances are, well, I might not be able to make it, you know, I might not survive, you know, financially I'm going to be strapped. It doesn't matter. You've survived in the past, you will survive again. It may not be easy and it may be difficult, but so is walking and yet you're walking. So is driving a car, yet you're driving a car. So is passing college, yet you pass. What are you choosing? There are consequences either way. If you stay, you are choosing to continue to be in a relationship that makes you unhappy, that is depleting your mental health, your emotional health, your wellness and well-being. Or you can choose yourself. You can choose to love yourself enough to leave a situation and be financially or emotionally uncomfortable for a little while. But weren't you uncomfortable after the first breakup, after the second breakup? And if this is your only experience in a relationship, there are other areas of your life where you've been uncomfortable and you have survived and surpassed that discomfort to now be in a comfortable place. So life has shown you that pain and torment and suffering does not last always, but you have to choose. You have to choose health. You have to choose wellness. You have to choose your safety. You have to choose self-love in order, in order to stop experiencing the opposite of it. When you allow late night calls, even though you have to be at work the next morning, when you allow him to come in to the home at any time of the day because you don't want to hear his mouth or because he's supposedly working, even though your intuition is telling you something different, you would rather deny yourself. You would rather reject your own intuition and believe a lie than do what is best for you. And it's the continual disrespect. Um, not picking up your phone calls, not acknowledging you on your birthday, doing all these different things, um, talking to other women right in front of you, contacting other women and you continuously finding out and forgiving this person when their behavior hasn't changed. A true apology is accompanied with changed behavior. And since you're indirectly saying that this relationship is worth more than my self-respect, 
This relationship is worth more than my dignity. This relationship is worth more than what I know I deserve. Reciprocity in a relationship. Um, effort, true effort. Because someone is actually showing you how they care, how much they care about you by the things that they do. Their level of disrespect towards you is a reflection of their feelings for you. Okay, let me say that again. Their level of disrespect towards you is a reflection of their feelings for you. Okay, like really understand that. Let that saturate for a second. So when someone is continuously disrespecting you, that shows you just how much they care because people who love you care about how they make you feel. Many of us have this idea, hoping our partners are going to do what's best for us. But in reality, people do what's best for themselves. Likewise, you should do what's best for you. And the more you don't do what's best for you and you do what's best for this person who is abusing you, disrespecting you, um, neglecting you, and being unhealthy towards you, the more you send the message that I'm not worthy, the more you send the message that I don't deserve respect and that's why I continue to tolerate disrespect, the more you're sending this message that I'm unlovable. And the crazy part is, is that their abuse towards you perpetuates that feeling of feeling you feel lonely, you feel disrespected, you feel unlovable, you feel unworthy. And by accepting their abuse, you trap yourself in an unhealthy cycle, in a cycle that keeps you feeling those feelings of unworthiness, those feelings of low self-esteem, those feelings of being unlovable, because no one feels good when they're being abused. And the more you stay in these unhealthy, abusive, toxic relationships, the more you are training and teaching yourself, the more you, the more you are programming yourself to feel these feelings of unworthiness, of low self-esteem, the only way you can break the cycle is when you have boundaries and you stop tolerating what is beneath your standard. If you have a standard that I will not be disrespected or I will not be abused, that means you don't tolerate it, period. It doesn't matter who it is, from who, you do not tolerate it. In order for us to break patterns, we have to interrupt the pattern. And the way you interrupt the pattern is by disrupting it. And so if you have a pattern of allowing men to abuse you, take you for granted, neglect you, use you, abuse you, you have to disrupt that pattern by actually doing the opposite, not allowing men or partners or people to disrespect you, to use and abuse you. That means you would have to start loving yourself. That means you would have to start setting healthy boundaries. That means you would have to actually start caring about your needs and wants and advocating for those needs and wants. That means you would have to break ties or limit access to people who are not in alignment with those standards that you have for yourself. That means you would actually have to be an example of your own standards and you would have to start respecting yourself so that, that you know and have an example of what self-respect is. And so when people are disrespecting you, you, know, you say, no, I don't treat myself that way and neither will you.